close relationship with them and want to know how to achieve it. Here's your host, Ivory Lanoue, renowned angel communicator. Do you want to know more about angels? Are you ready to level up your spiritual journey? Then you are going to love my inner circle and Patreon. Membership includes great benefits like virtual workshops, mentoring programs, topical videos, interesting posts, a supportive, like-minded community, discounted sessions with me, and access to a library of videos and posts on topics you care about like angels, spirituality, healing, and personal growth. Join and begin your spiritual expansion today. That's the Angel Room Inner Circle on Patreon. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad to have you here with me today. Our topic today, creating joy in life. Before I dive into that topic, I want to say hello to my listeners in Spring Hill, Nova Scotia. You are on my list of places I really want to visit. So it's so nice to have you here with me. Thank you for joining in. Let's dive into this topic. The first show of a new year I like to start on a really positive note, an extra positive note. We've had a lot of uncertainty, trauma and drama for years now. And and let's try to at least find some positivity in our heart. If enough of us can do that, we can maybe start turning things in a better direction. I want to start with a quote from Dalai Lama. Happiness is not something ready-made. It comes from your own actions. And I've long said, I've been trying to explain to certain people It's not about how much money you make or having a romantic love in your life or or any of that, anything like that. The only thing it's reliant on is your decision to be happy, to find joy, to see joy, to recognize it. And there's a lot of people who seem to have everything and they're miserable. And a lot of people who seem to have nothing and they're full of joy. And that proves the point. What is joy? First off, joy is an emotion, and emotions are wordless. They're pure physical sensations that we have in our bodies. We express the emotion of joy in many physical ways. For example, we jump for joy, and or when we win a, a hard-fought competition, or double over an uncontrollable laughter when someone is telling a funny story. We squeal with delight after getting a surprise gift, and People whoop and holler exuberantly when they hear fantastic news. You can feel buoyant and just jubilant on a beautiful day. When we feel joy, we feel great about ourselves. We feel confident, powerful, capable, lovable, and fulfilled. These are all good reasons to experience more joy in our life. In a little bit, I'm going to give you some specific ways to create that joy. I do want to talk about the effect of losing a loved one and how that fits in with this topic of joy, other than that it's hard to feel it at that time. Recently, I lost a dear friend, and though she'd been ill for years, she hid the severity of her health from her friends. It did not help that she was the third close friend of mine to pass in the last eight years. There's a reason I'm telling you about this. Bear with me because I'm going to circle back to this. 
When I left my career in mental health to move to another city, leaving behind a full and joyous life, and, and I lost behind people who thought I lost my marbles, actually, it took a, a huge leap of faith on my part to do that. It led to eight years of personal trauma, but I can now see clearly that it was meant to be. If I had not taken that leap, I would not have fully accepted my spiritual gifts and be doing the work I'm doing now. I'm happier and more fulfilled in this work than any other, and I've had passion for every career I've had. When my personal relationship ended and I moved to Sedona to begin my spiritual work, it shocked some people. They expected me to move back to Prescott and my old life, but I knew that going back is not really possible, not to the exact life I had before. At that time, I knew that all I could do was move forward, and I was listening to my angels, and they told me specifically, move to Sedona, start your business, and I did. I remember one friend from the Phoenix area coming to visit me at my first office I had in Sedona, and she was floored at how well I had manifested my business. It was exactly as I had described it to her two years earlier of what I wanted it to be. Manifestation is incredibly powerful. So some words of well-meaning advice were spoken to me when I chose to move to Sedona, leave mental health, start doing my spiritual work. I heard things like, why don't you get a position with benefits? You can always go back to mental health if this doesn't work. You won't be able to support yourself just doing spiritual work. All of this came from my nearest and dearest friends and family. I didn't listen to any of that because I knew from the depths of my soul that this was the right thing to do. And I knew their words were only echoes of their own fears about life and their experiences, not my own. And I always put more importance on my angels' words and guidance than anything else because they know me to the, to the depths. They know my soul. They know what's ahead for me. And I, I have learned to trust them. Every day we are faced with stories that remind us of our own mortality as human beings. But when you lose someone you love with all your heart, it changes something deep within you. The everyday drama that we allow into our lives falls away and suddenly seems insignificant. We find ourselves reaching out and opening our heart to let others in. We start to notice the simple pleasures. We become acutely aware that we are never really know when our time might be up, and we make a pledge to let joy into our life. After the first of my three close friends died eight years ago, that was the pledge I made. I was definitely devastated. Don't get me wrong. It was sudden, unexpected. He was younger than me, and it was devastating for all of us left behind. I can't bring back my wonderful friends but I can honor them every day by ensuring that my journey is filled with people and experiences that make my heart sing. By letting my emotions and intuition and angels guide me toward what feels good, by choosing freedom over fear, and by remembering that I am the only thing that can stop me from making those choices. I will not get in my own way. What dreams, desires, feelings, or needs of your own have you pushed aside? And if you followed your own dreams and bliss, how would your life change for the better? 
you don't need to tell me the answers, but think about those for yourself because they'll probably lead you to what is next for you. Do some introspection on these topics. You are the driver of your own life. And as you journey through it, you have choices about which paths to take. The people you pick up along the way can influence your life, but you still remain in control. These ideas may help you start creating more joy in your life. First is tell a new story. What's your current story and how does it make you feel about yourself? If it doesn't make you feel good when you tell it, then stop telling it. Instead, tell a story that makes you feel inspired and positive. Maybe you haven't found your calling yet and feel as if every day is Groundhog Day. You can change that. I stayed working in the field of mental health for 16 years, but I had always been interested in spiritual work. My studies with spiritual teachers and healers began decades ago, but it wasn't until I was over age 50 that I was ready to embrace my gifts and do that work full-time. In my head, I changed my story from I work in mental health to at the moment I work in mental health. And I wasn't telling that out loud. That's how I was thinking of my story. But I was doing a course in intuition, and I wasn't yet sure where that was going to lead me, but it felt really exciting to know that I was following my inner push and following what my angels said, and I knew that I was on the right course. So here's some things for you to think about. What have you always wanted to do in life but have been too afraid to attempt? What activities throughout your life have you given the greatest have given you the greatest feeling of achievement? If you could do anything, what would you do and what would bring you a step closer to that? Because these are questions that you can think about and start making some action steps towards making it real, changing your life, creating the life you really want. Next is feel the thoughts that make you feel good. Sometimes it can feel like our thoughts are thanking us and that we have no control over them. How many of the 60,000 thoughts you have each day are anxious, critical, defensive, or frustrated? Most of our everyday thinking is driven by the unconscious mind, which is far greater than the conscious. This is why it may feel like an impossible task to rein your thoughts in. But as with most things, a little practice can go a long way. Reach for the thoughts that make you feel good and then practice holding on to them. For example, you've had a bad day at work, so don't tell the story about it because that won't make you feel good. Don't ruminate on the conversations or events of the day because that will only serve to make you feel tense or more tense and may affect your ability to get a good night's sleep. Instead, try to let go of the thoughts and think of something else that makes you feel good. It may be something you have planned for the weekend. It may be a memory of time spent with your partner or friend, or it could just be an inner knowing that you don't have to think this way followed by good feelings about that. The more you can get a hold on your thoughts, the greater control you will gain over your emotions. After all, why would you choose to feel anything but joyful? What what will it be like when you can feel joyful for most of your day? And you can get to that point. Next, spring clean your belief system. Oh, that's a big one. We are powerful creators of our own reality. But so many of us don't realize our own true potential. We are all equal, 
Not one of us is more special than another. The only difference is that there are some people who have learned to shine a beam on what they really want in life and then have the belief to make that happen. When you believe it, you feel it right through to your very core. Many people believe they have to live with the cards they've been dealt, that life is tough, or if you want something, you have to fight for it. And another one is, if you want to be successful, you have to work really, really hard and long hours. Yet beliefs are only thoughts that we keep thinking. No belief is set in stone. As humans, we have a great capacity for sticking to false beliefs. We once believed that the world was flat until someone convinced us otherwise. I've owned and managed my own spirituality business for close to eight years. If you had suggested this 10 years ago, I would have laughed. I honestly never thought I'd leave them filled to mental health. I loved it. I was passionate. I loved the patients, loved everything about it. Couldn't even see this. I knew I had gifts, but I had no interest at that time in doing that work other than occasionally. What beliefs have you got that are holding you back? If you really challenge those beliefs, you will see them start to crumble, allowing you to build new, stronger, more positive beliefs. Ask yourself, where has this belief come from? Maybe it's something that was told to you in childhood or you heard someone else saying it when you were young. What does this belief cost me on a daily basis? What is it you don't have in your life because you have that specific belief? What would happen if I let go of this old belief? What could your life be like? How could you feel about yourself? Again, I'm not asking you to tell me. I'm just saying spend some time thinking about these things because introspection on topics like this can lead to the action that puts joy back in your life. Next, get happy now. So many times I hear people say, I'll be happy when I lose some weight. I'll be happy when I retire. I'll be happy when I have a boyfriend. I'll be happy when I get a place of my own. Honestly, if we go by that route, we're never going to be happy because there's always something dangling, a little carrot dangling out there, something we haven't achieved or received yet. What about being happy right now? Happiness is an emotion. If you reach for thoughts that make you feel happy, you can be happy right now. When you focus your attention on being happy now, the rest is going to fall into place and you'll find yourself attracting new positive things into your life. My tried and tested happiness pill is to think of the time I went to the Bahamas with my entire family. If I need to go to a happy place, I close my eyes and imagine I'm back at Half Moon K swimming in that warm turquoise water with colorful tropical fish swimming around our legs. I feel the sun warm on my skin. I hear the laughter of my grandson and great nieces. And it never fails to bring a big smile to my face and a glow in my heart. It truly was one of the happiest times of my life. So think about it. What is your happy place? Have a clear vision of it and memory of it that you can go to, like opening a little door in your mind and walking into that happy place when you need it. Next, get into gratitude. I'm really, I know I talk about gratitude a lot, but it's because it's so important on many levels. Be grateful for what you have in your life right now. Take a few moments every day to really savor what makes you happy and give thanks for it. It could be waking up in a warm bed, enjoying a piece of cake in a cafe, just watching people watching, 
walking with your dog in the fresh air, or simply being healthy. I know rich people who are very upset because they haven't yet gotten a Lamborghini or they haven't yet gotten their fourth house and they won't let themselves feel happy or gratitude for all the many things they do have. And conversely, having worked with a lot of low-income and homeless people, I know homeless people who had nothing but a bedroll, a backpack, and an old coffee pot that they would build a fire and make coffee in, and they thought they had everything they could possibly need. So it's all in how you look at it and seeing the blessings you have in your life. When you create feelings of gratitude, you change the feeling in your heart. Just think what effect a heart bursting with gratitude could have on your mind and your body. Next, create a bliss board. Take a large sheet of cardboard and fill it with pictures, captions, words, drawings that you want your life to reflect. So many of us know what we don't want, but are not clear on what we do want. How can you manifest the life you want if you don't know what you want? So I love this. And keep putting it on a wall so that every day you see it throughout the day, many times as possible, and reminded of what you want in life. What are your priorities? What is dear to you? I found a wonderful caption in a magazine that read, Educating Body, Mind, Heart, and Soul. And I had it on one of my first bliss boards and it would set my day off with a right intention because at, at the bottom of everything I offer, I consider myself a healer and I want to heal people on many levels. Next is take a leap of faith. I talked a little bit about that earlier. We're going to come back to that now. To move forward and allow new experiences, new energy, and new people into your life, you have to let go of whatever isn't working for you. It does take confidence and self-belief, but this is where banishing those old beliefs and replacing your old negative thoughts with positive ones come in. If practiced regularly, this will create the self-worth and self-reliance needed to make that leap of faith. Take a moment now to reflect on the, on the information I just spoke about and on your own life. Remind yourself of just how wonderful this rich tapestry of life is, that there is a sea of opportunity ripe for the taking out there, if only you would take it. But above all, remember that no matter what is happening to any one of us, the only thing that really matters at the end of it all is that our lives were filled with joy and love. So here's ways to overcome obstacles to achieving these steps. You may find that you're unable to get into these methods, and especially if you have not allowed yourself to deal with feelings. Perhaps you've pushed your feelings down or pushed them away. So here are some techniques to overcome obstacles to creating joy in your life. Deal with the sadness that blocks joy. When we feel sad, joy isn't possible to also, you can't feel bubbly and exhilarated at the same time you're feeling sad. In a place that feels safe and private, constructively express your sadness by allowing yourself to cry. While crying acknowledges your hurts and losses, don't indulge any negative thoughts about yourself. Just keep telling yourself, I'm fine. It's okay to cry. I just feel sad. You'll immediately feel washed clean, even joyful. And along this line too, is if there's old trauma, uh, abuse trauma that's, that's getting in the way, get some therapy. 
You know, I was just telling somebody today, like I've been in and out of therapy for decades because of the abuse trauma I suffered in my young years. And it's like you you deal with one thing and you think you're all healed and it's all done. And then something happens and triggers a memory that you didn't even realize you had. And so when it affects your life now, you need to go back and get some more therapy. So get that out of the way because it is blocking your way to joy. Honor yourself consciously and frequently. Joy doesn't come from others. It comes from within. So interrupt negative thoughts about yourself and replace them with statements that honor yourself, such as, I'm fine the way I am. I'm whole and complete. I did my best. I can do this. I love myself. What I'm seeking is within me. Also, focus on the good and what you did well. Write down self-appreciation so you can read and say them frequently. They're actually affirmations. Look that up. The more you reinforce these concepts, the more they'll become reality. I always say um, I like people to write their affirmations on an index card, a small piece of paper, and that's three statements you want to be true about yourself or how you feel about yourself. And I like to tape it to the bathroom mirror. So you see it in the morning when you're getting ready, you see it at night before you go to bed. So you can read them out loud, looking yourself in the eye and saying them like you mean it until you realize, oh my gosh, I really do mean that one. Well, then you can cross that one out. You don't need that affirmation anymore. Give yourself a break from the day-to-day world. Life should be more than a grind of routine. Nurture yourself. Set up a time just for you when you can disconnect from daily responsibilities and get away from the noise, stimulation, and demands of your world. A good way for that is getting outside, Um, I'm a big proponent of going for long walks or hikes in nature by yourself so that you don't have conversation from or with other people to distract you from this wonderful time of replenishing your spirit. Joy comes easily when we focus on our own needs in a caring and loving way. Get a massage. Close the door. Put your feet up and watch the world outside your window. Take a nap. These kinds of activities replenish us and give our body and soul a chance to feel pure joy. Remind yourself, my joy is to take care of my job, not my joy, actually your joy too. My job is to take care of myself. Um, it, It wasn't until I lived alone that I really realized there's nobody can take care of my needs like I can. And I 100%, it has to be my responsibility now, but Even if I got in another relationship, I still would 100% know it's my job to take care of me. I know what I need. And it's not about being selfish. It's about taking care of yourself so that you can be happy and balanced and joyful. Say the word joy often and contemplate its meaning. Repeating and contemplating the word joy can create that emotion within you. Say it over and over, varying the speed, tone, and tempo until you find yourself laughing. Notice how your body feels when you say the word joy. Did your chest expand? Did your face relax? Think about what that joy means to you and be as specific as possible. When you imagine the feelings of joy, the images it conjures up, or perhaps even the people and situations that trigger joy. Sign off your emails with the word joy. 
Paint the word on a smooth rock and keep it on your desk. More joy will rise up if you simply invite it to do so. So here we are standing here at the edge of a brand new year, and it's our choice. Are we going to let things continue to sink into more confusion, chaos, anger, and fear? Or are we going to decide to find joy within? Because as each individual one of you finds joy within yourself and in your life, you are changing the world. If enough people do this, the world will change. So this is just one little aspect of that change. And you're never just a little cog. You matter in what's going on on the planet. Thank you for sharing the show with me. It's been a joy. I'm going to continue into the new year. And in the meantime, may your angels surround you. May your angels protect you every minute, every day of your life. I'll see you next week. episode.